All right, let's get to it. Welcome to another episode of Fan Speculation. Guess who's back? Back again. again. Vinny's back. Hello, friend. <laughs> Guess who's back? 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 Vince's back! Motherfucker. I created a monster! No, I'm not going into it. It's good to have you back, bud. We've been, we've had some friends holding down the fort for you. We all missed you here on the podcast. We're glad to have you back. Unfortunately, I can't be actually having a drink with you right now physically. Uh, the lady and I are recovering from COVID, but that's not going to stop us from doing the podcast. It's all good, my man. We're back and, and we're fucking ready to roll. Yes, we are. We got a lot to talk about in tonight's episode. Uh, we have a lot to talk about with Multiverse of Madness. A uh, new TV spot was just released uh, late last night at the time of this recording. We've got some new stuff involving uh, Bruce Campbell talking about uh, being in Multiverse of Madness. Uh, you don't know, he's kind of a staple when it comes to Sam Raimi stuff. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Johnny uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. We're going to talk about our thoughts about Moon Knight, and we're going to talk about later on the podcast about Liam Neeson commenting about coming back to playing Qui Gon Jinn. But first and foremost, we're going to get this news story out of the way real quickly. Uh, Bad Bunny, and for those of you who may not know, and Vinny didn't even know who this guy was <laughs> prior to us recording, uh, he is a he's a huge uh, crossover platform star. He is. Uh, considered uh, hip-hop, rap, uh, Hispanic artist, and he has just been announced that he'll be playing El Murto, if I just fucking butchered that. Uh, El Murto. Murto. Okay, I'm just a little fucked up right now. (laughs) I'm dating a Spanish woman to pick up the accent. There you go. That's why I have you here. Just just for that reason alone. Just just for the Spanish woman. Exactly. Uh, So he's going to be playing a Spider-Man villain uh, spinoff movie. Uh, and it seems to be part of Sony's big entire uh, Spider-Verse thing. Now, um, you know, a lot like uh, Venom uh, with Tom Hardy, which also uh, I just remembered Venom 3 is now in production. We could talk a little bit about that too if we have some time. Uh, Aaron Taylor. Really? Yeah, uh, I just saw stuff on Twitter this morning about it. I didn't put it in the notes, but I just remembered about talking about this whole Sony thing. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson being cast as Craven the Hunter. That's currently filming right now. Uh, I guess we can talk a little bit about... Uh, I, first of all, just to say, and I was saying this to Vinny before, this is a huge deal for this guy because for those of you who may not know, and some of you might not, some of you listen to this podcast may just tune in to talk to listen to us talk about Bad Bunny. Um, this guy is a huge uh, crossover star. He, uh, How I discovered him, I discovered him through his song Booker T, where she actually had the wrestler Booker T in his video. And they sample him saying, can you dig it, sucker? And that's hilarious. And the song is actually not that bad. Um, He doesn't rap or sing a single line of English. And that's a testament to how good he is because I love the song and I don't understand a fucking word he's saying. Um but I discovered him through uh, him being a big wrestling fan, and he was in a big wrestling match a couple of years ago at WrestleMania in Tampa, yeah, that's awesome. in Tampa Florida. Um, so, Vin, judging from just not knowing too much about, for you, not knowing about this about the person, Bad Bunny, and then myself personally, I don't really know much about this villain either, uh, just goes to show the testament that a lot of people are going to come see this movie just for him. Yeah, probably. That's going to be the whole backing behind it. But but I, I got to say, I'm fucking worried. Number one, this guy, Bad Bunny, not an actor. He's an entertainer. He's an artist. 
right? I'm sure. But listen, <clears throat> I like to stand up for actors when I say they're fucking actors. Painters paint, actors act. Fucking carpenters work with wood. Plumbers are plumbers. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, imagine this. Imagine you hire a fucking plumber to come into your house, right? Uh, let's say the, toilet, the toilet's leaking. Plumber comes into the house and says, oh, we got to do this. We got to run this pipe. We got to fix this. Uh, we got to take this toilet out. Maybe we got to put a new one in. I don't know. And then Bad Bunny comes into the house. And he starts telling you what's wrong with your toilet. <laughs> Imagine the concern that you would have about the plumber you hired. You got a rapper coming in and telling, <laughs> like, overruling the plumber and telling, you know what I mean? Like, actors act, like, stay in your fucking lane. I think know? he was recently in, like, some kind of Netflix movie or something, and people said he did a good job. Yeah, um, well, ne I'm, Netflix just dropped a fucking ton of points on the stock market. Yeah, but so, Netflix, that's besides the point. You can see, regardless, when you think about the products that and the original content they do is very good. Like, for one, Stranger Things is one of my favorite things on Netflix. Um but I would, th but judging from a, someone who is familiar with this guy, he puts a lot of work into what he's doing. Like when in at WrestleMania thirty six, no thirty seven, it was when he he had a tag team match with a guy named Damian Priest against these guys, John Morrison and The Miz. And I gotta say, Bad Bunny put in that fucking work, dude. Like he was wrestling, like he had been there for years. Even a guy like Randy Orton, who just recently had is a now a twenty year vet, which is crazy because Randy Orton's only in his like mid forties, I think. He's like like he's been doing it since he was a kid. Randy Orton, one of the top guys in the company for in WWE for so long, said that he gave Bad Bunny his props. He went up to Bad Bunny and said, Listen, I gotta give I gotta give you my I didn't think I'd give it to you, but I, you have earned my respect. You are working and busting your ass like like you like like you're one of us, and for that I respect you. And he did a great job doing it. So I think yes, they're definitely gonna want to use his name as a way for people who are fans of him to buy a ticket to come see this movie. Uh, but I also do believe that he does care about the the stuff that he's doing, so that he will try and do a good job. So in that respect, I think do you think. Sony is using this guy, Bad Bunny, to reconcile the horseshit. I didn't even see Morbius because I lost my drive because of all the fucking Facebook comments. Mm -hmm. Do I think they're trying like, to reconcile that? Yeah, by by using a popular person in a in a Spider Man movie. To I, try mean, to reconcile I mean, I mean, it's possible. It's very possible, but I don't think. And if they do think that Bad Bunny is the be all end all to all their problems, then they have a serious fucked way of thinking things. They but, already have. A I mean, so I, now I just assume Tom fuckery. Yeah, you have to sometimes with Sony, but I would have to say that this is just another case of having someone who is a big name star, like a big crossover star, like Bad Bunny, coming in playing this character and using them as a box office draw. Um, I think that's clearly what it is. How the story is going to be, how the movie will play out, I don't know because we still don't know how Sony's Spider-Verse is going to play out. 
like you know I don't know what the, the the current plans are for you know for Venom 3 I just know that they are currently in development right now for Venom 3 which you know is good last we saw Venom he was going back to his world in Spider-Man No Way Home uh, Craven the Hunter again I don't know what the whole thing is we have to assume that a Spider-Man will show up at some point Morbius even confirmed with the leaked after credits scene that there is a Spider-Man in that universe and is it Andrew Garfield that's something we talked about to death on this podcast is it is it not we don't know if Sony Ho- hopefully it is turn Garfield to us in that ser- in in that timeline or what or that universe Sony Sony's gone Elon either Elon Musk is going to buy it or fucking uh or, or Disney's going to buy it that's that's what's gonna happen, and that's just because Elon Musk is is he's yeah, going to e- one of those e- Elon Musk just those... fucking buying Twitter this week. Well, listen, you ever have any any of those phases where you're just buying a lot of shit on fucking Amazon? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Well, not all the time. Just, I used to, but just like, like it's like a thirty minute binge of fucking add to cart, add to cart, add to cart. It's all shit you don't fucking need. Yeah, Elon Musk does not need the headache that is Twitter. That man has been overworked for the past like twenty five, thirty years. Right? Oh, Jesus he's like, Christ. He's, he's, he's like, fuck it. Let's just buy a whole fucking organization. Do you, real quickly, just keep talking about Elon Musk. I know it's kind of different from what we talk about, but like a lot of people are very much like, I mean, to my surprise, I mean, well, to my surprise and not to my surprise, that they're worried about him buying Twitter. And personally, I don't think oh, it's a bad fucking... I don't think it's a bad thing because Twitter I has. What's that? I think it's a great thing because, listen, I'm. This isn't. This is just an example. This is not supporting any any political side. But like, you know how you know like Trump kept kept getting banned. Yeah, ISIS, a terror, an actual terrorist organization that has publicly beheaded people. Right? They never get silenced. They never get banned from fucking Twitter. Are you shitting me? I, I it, it and nobody publicizes that. I don't know, man. Look, I mean, I I hate Trump as much as the next guy. I've always publicly stated how much I hate the guy and and he's vile piece of shit. And I think for the things that where and we are going a little more too political on this podcast right now. Yeah, but sorry, sorry. I, no, 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 it's okay. Far away from Morbius comments. We went from Morbius to Elon Musk buying Twitter to Trump and then ISIS. What the fuck? Um, just just personally, like as much as I don't like the, Trump personally. Musk is buying Twitter and he very much the thing of like freedom of speech. And that is very much a thing of like Twitter does have a thing where it's like, you know, they are going to ban accounts and tweets and whatever and stories or whatever from trending. If it's not for the ideology that they um, that they uh, see fit. So I think Musk buying Twitter is a good thing. And hopefully we can kind of get some resolution in that because there are also times when like people kind of talk about oh this so-and-so abused me and then it's like oh my god everybody jumps to to to, to the gun too quickly and then you later find out no this person's lying and they're trying to you know screw this person over so that really does lead into uh a lot of things of just everything that's happened over the years and since we're on this subject already let's just get the johnny depp amber heard thing out of the way um yeah we might, winning it by a fucking landslide. We might as well just get... We were going to talk about like the, the Bad Bunny casting and then go into multiverse. We might as well get this Fuck shit. That. We might oh, as well get this shit. shit out of the way. Okay, if you've been living under a rock with this whole thing with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, um, you know, where have you been? I really am not going to explain it to you because you really should know what's going on. 
before um, we dive too deep, you like how this whole like all the whole basically the whole court for Johnny Depp has been publicized, right? Yeah. Just Lane Maxwell's was not allowed to be publicized. Then you're going too deep into the just into, saying you're you're going saying. way Vin. I know, but you're going way too deep into the uh, <laughs> the fucking rabbit hole right now, dude. Now, now that I, now that all of our listeners are are are, are fucking thinking. Let's roll. Okay. Anyway, so the Johnny Depp Amber Heard defamation lawsuit. Uh, Amber Heard has claimed that Johnny Depp was had uh, abused him, uh, abused her, and beat her, and like gave her concussions and fucking broken bones and shit. It's like all this shit was going on where Johnny Depp lost his role in the Fantastic Beast movie, the final one, Secrets of Dumbledore, where, uh, and then even to the point where, like, they knew that Amber, the information of Amber Heard being a lying piece of shit was real, they still, uh, Warner Brothers still fired Johnny Depp, but they, they're keeping Amber Heard in Aquaman 2. Uh, it's to where Disney apparently is lost Johnny Depp and they didn't want him in the Pirates movies and now Jeff is saying, well, well, now you can't have me, which is really fucked up because he is literally the best thing about Pirates of the Caribbean. I love yeah, Orlando. Like, like, just throw I, away the whole fucking franchise because no one gives a fuck about Orlando Bloom and fucking... Uh, listen, okay. listen well, whatever I, that fucking bitch's name is. Here Knightley, I love Orlando Bloom. <laughs> like, I love his character in the movies, but... When I see Orlando Bloom, I see Legolas. It's yeah, like which I've just finally started watching the Lord of the Rings movie. I have we'll not talk about that after because we're getting too far off. I know we are, we are. We're like already f- not even fi- not even fifteen minutes into the podcast. We're going off off the rails this time. We've we've brought up every fucking possible conspiracy theory. <laughs> so it's a thing. Like I just, I mean, pretty much you've lost the best part of that franchise, but. Then you've seen some of the stuff that's gone on here. Like one one of the funniest fucking things that I was I was just watching before was when excuse me when he was talking about um <laughs> how he was trying to explain to the court that she took a shit in his bed in their bed. Yeah. <laughs> she's it's like he you know Miss Heard um you know I went to, to my side of the bed and I found um fecal human fecal deposit. On the bench, tried to blame him with the dogs, and I, you know, no, I've known those dogs. I've been with them, and uh, it's literally like, Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Jack Sparrow is being interviewed. He's trying to like, because I don't. Pet, the rumble's gone. Because <laughs> he's trying to not say she took a shit in our bed on my yeah. side of the on the bed because, and that's another thing about Johnny Depp, dude. Even after everything. He's uh, he's gone through, and that sh- that bitch has done to him. Like, if that was me up there, I'd be like, that bitch over there took a shit on my bed. Thing is, you can't John, say those things in court. You can't John say, oh, she did, because then it'll be like, uh, it'll, I don't know what the fuck they'll try and do. But um, because because the other thing you see uh, is in a, in, a, in a professional matter, I'd be like, that woman over there fucking deposited fecal matter. You can't even say bicycle. fucking. You can't curse. All right. Well, I'm I'm from Jersey. What do you want? <laughs> In a Jersey court, you're fine, but I think they're doing this court in Virginia. Yeah, the Jersey court, they're like, they're like, hey, fuck you, <laughs> uh, fuck you, fuck you. Uh, no, so, yeah, but, so I mean, he still has like respect. Do you know what I mean? What's that? He still practices respect. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? You can and you can hear it in his voice. Like there was, I don't know if you watched the video about how they got into the fight where she threw like the vodka handle bottle at him and it tore yeah, that, like. That, that, that's how his finger came off. I'm like, oh my god! Like, oh, his finger got like 
you know, trend. And they're playing the audio of like how she at, or she admitted it's like I didn't punch you, I hit you. I didn't punch you. You're such a baby. I didn't punch you. I hit you. And she said like, yeah, I started fights, but I had good reasons. Like she's admitting to all this shit, yeah. and it, it's like you're an idiot. Yeah, she is an idiot. And there's also another video. I was watching uh, a YouTube channel that Andreas had gotten me into, The Real Rejects, you know, like w- videos we've shared with each other in the past, like, several months since doing this podcast. Well, several months in the latter half of doing this podcast, um, where one of the guys, Greg, was talking about the, the trial, and he was sharing some videos, and there's apparently there, there's a video... Johnny Depp refers to where he's like, you know, apparently I'm an abuser of cabinets. And I didn't know what he meant by that. But apparently Amber Heard had taken a video and saw that he was like, you know, tearing things down from their cabinets and throwing things. And just he was obviously in a not good state. But she was like recording him and filming him. And then at one point where he's having a drink and she catches him, he catches her like, oh, what are you like? Like. And at the very end of the video, like, she's has this shit-eating little fucking smirk on her face. Where, like, not even... That doesn't look like someone who was fucking abused. Like, ah, I got you. I'm like, like, if... I'll just say, like, if I am... If if my girlfriend... When I, if she saw me doing this, she's not going to record me and film me with the same attitude. Like, she's probably going to be fucking scared for her life as much as we love each other. But I wouldn't do that to somebody. But And if I saw that to somebody, I would want to leave the room like, all right, you need space. You need to chill. Talk to me when you're done. This is like, obviously, this has been a very unhealthy relationship, very toxic relationship. And at the end of this all, like, it really sucks because... Johnny Depp's career has really been tarnished by all this, even though he's more of the victim. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's like, he has to deal with this for the rest of his fucking career. Now he has to like, dude, there's, there's definitely people that, you know, they're complete fucking assholes, but they might be siding with Amber Heard. Like, you know, like, like yeah, we get there, it. There, there, there the are. Population is, is, is death. Right. But there's always going to be a, a percentage of people that aren't. Well, look at also the people who were defending like Will Smith and the whole Oscar fiasco. We talked about that too, like you know. And I, I think it's clear as day with the whole Will Smith situation and the Johnny Depp situation. These are two people who, personally for me, and I'm sure for you too, like we loved growing up watching his kids. Like you and I, especially, we bonded and became great friends over the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, and oh, hell yeah. just love Johnny Depp. And just I love Johnny Depp in all aspects of like different parts of his of his career. You know, like. Like Edward Scissorhands and uh, oh fuck the movie uh, uh, Sleepy Hollow, you know okay. he's done so much stuff in his in his career. It's like I love the guy. He's so fucking awesome. Will Smith too. It's just it's clear as day that I think when getting and again little getting a little more personal and then we'll start moving on to more of the Marvel stuff. I will say this and Vinny, if you have anything to add afterwards, go right ahead. But I will okay. say I will say that in abusive relationships, toxic relationships, whatever is going on, a lot of people will turn to the woman of what's going on and usually nine times out, nine times out of ten, the man is the abuser and that is true to a certain degree. But we also have to take into consideration what the man is going through. Will Smith and Johnny Depp are clear examples of that. These two guys are clearly in fucked up situations and with it's kind of a little different with Depp and 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 uh, Will Smith, Johnny Depp hasn't physically assaulted anybody up on national television, but yeah. it's just rough for both these guys because they're clearly in such horrible, toxic relationships, 
And I think men's mental health in a relationship is very important if you want to add anything to that. <clears throat> oh, dude, of course. See, <clears throat> I mean, both parties have equal importance over mental health. Yes, mental health is right? very... That's another thing <clears throat> in this pod. We want to make sure anybody who has mental health issues to go and take it. We're not trying to be biased to one gender or another. Just if you have, if you're in a situation where you feel like you're not safe and you don't, you're not happy, do your best. Like to get I, out of listen, it. I know I, I, de- I know I definitely come off as like a, probably, a little, probably a little bit of a misogynist, <laughs> a misogynist you know what I mean? You're a good guy. You know? uh, yeah. Listen, I'm always going to do the right thing, but I, I, sometimes my mouth doesn't want to, you know? <laughs> so, <clears throat> Like I was saying, hey, people just started recognizing men's health because of this whole thing. I like that. I'm I'm gonna be on board with that. I uh, you know guys need a fucking break sometimes. Uh, you know. Uh, do I think do I think it's okay for a woman to hit a man? No, because uh, you know they're always talking about equal equal everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, if you, I literally watched the video uh, a couple days ago, a guy typed into into Google like, "What if you do if you're a man and you and uh, you know your your lady keeps hitting you in the relationship, right?" And uh, what did it fucking come up as like like ways to apologize to your girlfriend or something like that? You know, nice. on, on Google, it, it like auto populated that. <clears throat> then. What do you do if you're a woman and, and the man is hitting you in the relationship? And it was like call nine one one, and yeah. like all these different therapists exactly. and all that. There's abuse. Yeah. Abuse in relationships comes from both sides, and yeah. I think we we all here at the podcast and anybody who's been listening for a while, and any of you new listeners who have just joined us for this episode, um, we all stand with Johnny Depp. Oh yeah, I, I and for those of you who want to stand, Amber heard that's that's your opinion, but. We stand with Johnny Depp, and we hope that this doesn't tarnish anything for super, super long time because the guy is an amazing person, human being, and we look up to him. Anyway, moving on from the serious shit, let's get back to the stuff that we are always here to talk about. Let's talk about all the fun stuff going on with Marvel and later on with Star Wars. Okay, so as of late last night, which is very odd for Marvel, you know, like midnight, um, they dropped a brand new TV spot for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness where the big clear spot was, we hear Stephen Strange, the Illuminati, will see you now. I almost said we'll now see you. I'm not sure if it's one or the other, but you get the point. Um, This is... Pretty huge for Marvel to just confirm the Illuminati is in the movie. I mean, we all figured that they were. They said it in, like, magazines and other press-affiliated stuff. Um, But this is big to actually take a line from the movie and going in there. Um, I will say that I think that that audio is kind of spliced up a bit. I think it's... Uh, I think that's Patrick Stewart, at least to me. That sounds like Patrick Stewart saying Stephen Strange, and then it cuts to Mordo saying the Illuminati will now see you. Uh, Vin, I want to get your thoughts on this trailer and uh, the spot that we got here. Um, I, I think it's 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 more glimpse into it glimpses into who we're gonna see. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we we saw a little bit more Charles Xavier. You know, we're. Uh, I, I tell you, I, 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 don't, I don't look in the details. 
Not like, like I do. You know how you know how somebody spotted Deadpool? Like they magnified like the, the image like five thousand yeah. yeah, yeah. times in to see like one eye in in a in a skin tight costume head. You and I have you know, seen that I mean, poster. It was, just like, it was just like more stuff of what I expected in the movie. Yeah, you and I have seen that poster. Like we, I think we went to go see Uncharted, and then Ashley and I went to go see Sonic Two a while back, and we're trying to find that exact spot, and it's very hard. Someone like zoomed in super, super close. It's not like where you can see the Union Jack shield on the bottom left, right hand corner of the first Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness uh, tra- uh, p- poster when the trailer came out. Like it's not like that. Excuse me. And the Union Jack shield uh, references to Captain Peggy Carter. Um, other things had happening, you know, uh, Bruce Campbell, uh, a staple of Sam Raimi movies to have at least one cameo in everything. It's like Rob Schneider making a cameo in an Adam Sandler movie. Um, he was recently talking about how more he, about his time doing multiverse of madness and that it was a lot of fun that recently Marvel apparently took some scenes out to put new scenes in. Uh, the big rumor is that Bruce Campbell is going to be playing a variant of Doctor Strange. Now, I think... Yeah, that's got to be the coolest thing I've ever heard. That is very cool. Now, we have seen, given with Spider-Man No Way Home and with Loki, that variants, they could look just like each other, or they can look completely different to the point where they have different skin color, different genders, apparently. It's a vast uh, different thing. Hell, even different species. We got fucking... Alligator Loki. We've got Loki Gator as a variant of Loki. So, um, we, I think that, uh, Bruce Campbell's thing will be a very brief cameo, like it is, you know, like if, for those of you who aren't aware who Bruce Campbell is, and if you've seen the old Spider Man movies, the Toby movies, he was the ring announcer for the wrestling match in Spider Man 1. He was the usher at the door for the play for MJ, who wouldn't let Peter inside after the doors were closed. And he was also the host at that French restaurant where Peter was going to propose to MJ. So that's Bruce Campbell, and he's been in a lot of different other Sam Raimi movies. Uh, Vinny, I mean, if you want to chime in on Bruce Campbell, and if you've seen him in other things, because really, I've only ever seen him in Spider-Man movies. He is the evil dead. Bruce Campbell is the evil dead. That is his staple. Just, Just like, uh, you know, um, just like Chadwick Boseman is always going to be Black Panther, mm-hmm. Bruce Campbell is always going to be the Evil Dead. You know what I mean? Like the kind fucking like, like, Hugh Jack- like Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Like no, oh yeah. Okay, so there. Now you guys have a bit of a picture to understand this. So, but the thing that he did say that was interesting though was that Marvel took some scenes out to put new scenes in. Now we've seen Marvel's track record. Usually when we see a movie and and we're gushing over whatever the movie is, and then we hear about things that were ha- going to happen prior, nine times out of ten, um, it's usually what came out before that is a, well, that came out. The product that we saw uh, is better than what we originally had. Now, for some instances, like Spider-Man No Way Home, America Chavez was supposed to be in No Way Home, but and Venom's whole thing was supposed to make more sense, you know. But with COVID, that kind of delayed things. They had to rewrite the script a little bit. Um, but then this, this again, just goes into like cameos that we're going to see, you know, Sam Raimi and even Benedict Wong, who plays Wong in the movie was saying how like all these new characters coming in and Sam Raimi saying, you know, we're giving fans what they want, what they want, but not necessarily how they think they're, they want to get it. So that leads to believe like with these cameos, uh, do you have any idea as to like what kind of things we could possibly see for Multiverse of Madness? Even if it is a thing that you've said prior in the podcast, I want you to talk about it. Well, 
Um, Bruce Campbell for me was a complete cameo out of left field. I know that uh, it's not something I would have ever thought of. That's just one one thing. Um, the T'Challa thing, it's still fresh in my mind of him being, you know, a CGI guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know I mean, could, be, could be Killmonger or two because we saw Killmonger and what if. Yeah, you and know I mean? if you notice in the clip where Strange is going into the Illuminati, like, I guess the the hall of the Illuminati, I guess you would say, where they're all sitting there, a lot of seats are like, empty i would think a lot of those seats are also cgi'd so that we don't know who the characters are until the actual movie comes out like when like when we saw the the official spider-man no way home trailer when spider-man's tom holland spider-man landed on top of the statue of liberty to fight sandman lizard and electro where he Mm -hmm. seemingly was fighting them all by himself we later learned that's not the case andrew garfield toby guire spider-man were on side to side by him and fought with him when he was going after them so I mean, it's there are a lot of characters that we don't know who are going to be in the movie. Um, the only ones that we can speculate upon that s- characters we know for sure will be in there are Doctor Strange and a slew of variants. Um, you know, Black Panther is possible. Patrick Stewart, Charles Xavier is definitely coming back because he confirmed it himself. Uh, we could see uh, a John Krasinski, Mr. Fantastic. That's personally something I really, really want to see. I just want to see John Krasinski in the MCU as Mr. Fantastic. I don't want him to be a, just a variant, but if he is just a variant, I'll take it. Uh, Maria Rambeau, Captain Marvel, is another one that's been heavily, heavily rumored. Superior Iron Man, Tom Cruise. There's so much going on in this movie that... So is, much. It's that, unbelievable. And, and the fact that it's going to be like horror movie-esque, Makes it ten, like even it, it, that's even another twist because we're used to seeing all of these heroes and all these different movies and all these different settings like fucking uh, I- I- Infinity War a hit tons yeah. of fucking A list actors right uh, Endgame fucking <clears throat> ton of fucking A list actors great movie superhero movie you know fucking it had its twists but not like a Doctor Strange movie you know what I mean and you know we got No Way Home bunch of A list actors back yeah. again you know yeah. great I've, fucking movie. This is a movie that has a completely different dynamic. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I, I'm sorry. I keep trying to chime in, but we're not physically with each other. So go finish, finish, please, please finish. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, like, this is a movie that you know we're seeing a bunch of a bunch of actors again, but now it's going to be like a horror superhero movie. It's fucking insane. There, there are so many elements of it. Like, you know, we see like the. The Doctor Strange zombie-looking thing, which, from what I've seen, I I think what we see apparently is going to be Defender Strange. And, like, the more and more I see, like, the more clips we saw on this thing was, like, Defender Strange with America Chavez, like, them running away from this monster. The more and more I think about it, the more I think, like, that's probably going to be the opening setting of the movie is, like... We're gonna see America Chavez and Defender Strange is gonna try and save her, and then he, and then he's going to try and get her because she's trying to ultimately get to our Doctor Strange, our MCU's Doctor Strange, to find him and to fix what is going on or whatever. Um, the other theories going around is like you know Doctor Strange went to for Wanda Maximoff for Scarlet Witch for help, but really he's like oh you know you could help me with with the multiverse and what you know, whereas she doesn't doesn't tell. Steven the whole truth and that she's trying to find her kids and that could be the straw that breaks the camel's back when it comes to the Illuminati being like all right you've been fucking around too much Steven you've been fucking around way too much with the multiverse and now everything is going into disarray and he's like wait a minute I don't know what's going on here 
I don't know what's happening. And and that's probably where Patrick Stewart goes. We should tell him the truth and tell him what's going on. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It, it's a lot going in because I've actually been, you know, since I've been home and having not much to do, uh, I've been re I rewatched WandaVision. I rewatched Loki. I'm currently rewatching uh, What If. I got up to Doctor Strange's episode late last night and, you know, I rewatched Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm going to rewatch Doctor Strange. Uh, there's a lot to get into to know for this movie, and I just, like, remembered, like, you know, I, I think clear things you need to watch before you see this movie, like, I, you need to watch WandaVision, you at the very le- need, least need to know what's going on with WandaVision, what happened, you need to have the premise of kind of what happened with Loki, you need to know what's going on, it's, this is, like, really the first movie that Marvel is releasing where the shows are playing a big role into it, you know? Like, the movies last year didn't really have that big of a thing on it. Like, Spider-Man No Way Home didn't, and neither did the Eternals or Shang-Chi or anything. This is the first one that's like, yeah, you gotta know what's going on. Yeah, you really do. And you know what? You see those memes on Facebook where uh, <laughs> it's it's like a guy, and he's like, he's like, I just ordered myself a ticket for Multiverse of Madness because I didn't want to order one for the girlfriend and explain 11 years of movies. <laughs> like, dude, that is literally like, like uh, for, those of, for those who don't know this person personally me a, a mutual best friend of me and vins our buddy ed he's he doesn't watch the shows he's like he's one of those marvel fans where he's like he makes fun of marvel he's like ah oh, marvel pew pew shit and he goes like he's like i he's like um he's very much like teetering on the edge with marvel where he's like i don't really care for a lot of time. He's like, I want to, he wanted to see Spider-Man, so he did. Uh, he's excited for Multiverse of Madness, but he's like, he's like, but why should I bother watching this show? I'm like, because you need to know. Like, you need to, at the very least, need to, he at the very least needs to see WandaVision. Like, he needs to know what happens with that show. Because I yeah. think if you go, if you, if the last movie you saw Wanda Maximoff in was Avengers Endgame, which was the actual last movie she was in, next title she's in WandaVision. You're going to be wondering, well, what the fuck happened from this gap where she was like, yeah, sure, she was powerful, but how did she hone into this, you know, thing? Even it's like, I'm not here to talk about what's Westview. Like, wait, where's Westview? There's going to be a lot of confusing people. And like, and Kevin Feige said, like, you're going to need to know what's going on with these shows because they're going to integrate with the movies in a very, very big way. But speaking of the shows, and I know we could talk about Multiverse of Madness forever, but we have a few of the topics we need to talk about. Um, one show we have not talked about in quite some time on this podcast and we apologize for those of you who really liked our reviews but let's get into it because the last episode was fucking crazy let's talk about moon knight Vinny, uh, how much uh, do you, how much do you love moon knight oh, it was awesome it was so killer i mean this gave like people were saying on the internet like this gave us the biggest plot twist since Infinity War. Like, Infinity War, we didn't think Thanos was actually going to win and kill all half of living life in the universe. Oh, yeah. But he did, and it's like, this was the first movie where we're like, whoa, the Avengers lost. Like, they lost. They don't lose. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Jesus Christ. That's all right. Cough it out, CJ. <laughs> so, it's, it's, hey, these are lingering COVID effects. Um, so, Moon Knight, when we see this episode, we, 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 I'll kind of give a brief catch up, you know, because for those of you who listen to this episode, we listen, we, we release it now on Wednesdays. Um, Khonshu has been put into 
uh, in, in stone. He's been forged in stone, and we saw that there were other gods in that uh, tomb that were forged in stone. Now, Vinny, I one thing, uh, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but there was a Black Panther statue in that meeting in the episode mm-hmm. where 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 uh, Mark and Conchu went to try and accuse Harrow of uh, releasing Amit. Now, no, I didn't see that. I I didn't catch it at first glance when I first watched the episode. But when I was watching uh, the Cosmic Wonders YouTube channel, Warren Thompson, when I was watching him, he did point that out there. I'm like, oh, shit. So we talked about a while ago that uh, Bas, the Black Panther goddess, is going to be in uh, Thor Love and Thunder. That's a big rumor going around right now. Now, another big rumor, another big rumor as to why they haven't shown Gore the God Butcher in uh, the trailer the uh, for Thor Love and Thunder is that apparently Gore the God Butcher could make an appearance in Moon Knight. Uh, maybe as a cameo, something we don't know. But it's possible that Bass could be one of those gods uh, imprisoned in stone like Khonshu. Um, that, was the big, that was the big thing there. Uh, and maybe we can yeah, see... When, it, when the camera panned out and you saw all those different... There was like, what, like six, seven of them, including Khonshu? Dude, there was a ton of them. Yeah, there were so many of them. So it makes you think, like, who are these gods? And we know that Khonshu... Uh, and one thing I really love about Moon Knight is that you kind of see both sides of, like, Harrow's perspective with Amit. And you see, like, because like, he's making sense with a lot of his points. Khonshu's making sense, too. But he's kind of a guy who isn't all black. He's not black and wh- black or white he's he's a very much a gray area he's like he he he's like a, and i gravitate more towards characters like that because like not everybody's perfect and they're gonna do things where people may think like oh that's wrong but he did, did it for the best of intentions so we go through there mark and steven are kind of internally fighting with each other and steven's totally got the hots for Layla. One of my favorite parts oh, of the episode. Yeah. One of my favorite parts of the episode is when Steven kisses Layla and Mark just takes the body and punches Steven in the head. It's, yeah, yeah. It was so great. Um, but we learned so much about the, the movie and even uh, Harrow was saying that Mark Spector was a mercenary and he was there the day Layla's father died. Uh, and we, we don't know what happened. Like We like to believe that Mark didn't kill Layla's father. We like to believe that. We don't know for certain, but apparently, like he couldn't do anything to save uh, her father, and Layla is obviously pissed about that. The big thing there, oh, and the big thing there, and Vinny, I want to kind of get to your your little perspective of this when they find the tomb of Alexander the Great. Oh, my I, favorite part. Talk about that a little bit. Your thoughts going through that scene. Oh, they don't. People don't understand unless they've studied history. But when they started to make the connection, they were like, they were like, he always said he was a, an Egyptian, but he never truly, you know, like he wasn't, he wasn't Egyptian by blood. And then when he said it, like it kind of clicked with me right before he said it. He's like, this is the tomb of Alexander the Great. And then the fact that he was an avatar. Yeah, for Kansu. you know what I mean. I've heard for Amit. Alexander the Great was one of the greatest conquerors in the world, number one, and he did all of it in his fucking twenties. Like, Incredible! That it, it like puts such a cool spin on on the story. You know what I mean? When they tie in, you know, history, it's I love it. Like uh, like when 
in, in Loki. In Loki, when he jumps out of the airplane with the bag of money, he he was DB Cooper. DB Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, that's right. That's famous, right. Famous bank thief that got onto a plane and jumped out of it in the middle of the woods. You know what I mean? And the fact that they did it like that, it was Loki and Thor, like you know, betting each other like what they could fucking do. Yeah, I love that Marvel plays upon that stuff. And, you know, we see that um, Steven goes into Alexander the Great's corpse and pulls out Conchu's stone's little statue. And we see Harrow there, and Mark has now taken over the body after he's had the argument with Layla. And Mark tries to fight them, but then Harrow shoots Mark, and Mark falls into this this pool of water. Yep. And he, it just keeps falling down and down, and then we see the, we see the, the 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 quality of the show change. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, we're watching an old movie, yeah. And you, you know, cut to it. It's a, a guy and a, an explorer doctor, and he goes like, "You're Doctor Stephen Grant." I'm like, no fucking way are they doing this? And then we see people in an insane asylum. Two of the handlers were the people who posed as cops to go to Stephen's apartment. <laughs> it's going to be quite a bit Fucking of this, folks. Insane. Quite a bit of the coughing, folks. So bear with me. Um, you know, and then we see him. We we see fucking Mark in the wheelchair with the Moon Knight action figure, and Layla all crazy. He's like, "Oh, have I startled you?" Like, "Oh, we won. We won. I won." Bingo. It's like I'll share with you this time. I promise. And like. I'm like, what the fuck? And Harrow... How is, long have they fucking been there, you know? It's, it's like Harrow has run, has been running the, the fucking insane asylum. I'm like, wait. And then it's like, you think, like, is he crazy? What is going on here? But then, yeah. as Mark gets away, he, he attacks the handlers. We find he goes into another room. Like, the room starts moving as if Kanshu is there, like we saw in the previous episodes. We go into a room. He finds a sarcophagus, and it's let me out, let me out. And then it's fucking Stephen. Like, yep. it's Stephen Grant. In another like, body, motherfucker. Like, like they look like they're twin brothers. Like Mark, Stephen, Mark, and then they're like Stephen. Like it's like, what's the last thing you remember? It's like Harrow he shot. Said. He's like, yes, yes. He's like, I knew I'm not crazy. And then we see another sarcophagus, which is alluding to that's the third. Pre- personality that's jake lotley i believe that's the last name but jake is the first name and then we see boom come through this this hippo goddess and i cannot remember her name she goes hello and mark and steven just scream and you ah they scream in unison so <laughs> it's just it is just insane and i've been noticing like a trend people have been pointing this out that the fourth episode of a disney of a marvel disney plus show fucks with so many people's minds and i'll run through you this just to remember um episode four of wandavision that is when people really start going whoa what the fuck is going on like yeah I, I be- like start, things start glitching it's like things start glitching and then i think monica rambeau like you saw like her story as to like when she came back from the blip and now she was going into the blip and they realized it was all wanda and how she just fucking pushed her out of the westview hex then uh captain america the winter soldier episode four i believe is when john walker killed that fucking uh flag smasher guy and you have blood all over the shield episode four of loki is where we find out the timekeepers are fucking fake and it's and then loki got pruned like wait whoa what's going Going on, and then episode four of What If is Doctor Strange's episode. What if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? 
and everything. It's just like leading up to this point. It's just like the fourth episode of Disney of Marvel Disney Plus shows are gonna blow your fucking minds. It's been a continuing. Yeah, be it's it's been a continuing trend for the past uh, trend for the past year now, and I don't know how this show is going to end. I have to assume the third personality, Jake, is gonna show up in some capacity because I believe Jake was the one who was killing those guys who were working for Harrow because Mark was like, Stephen, what'd you do? It's like, I didn't do anything. So Jake has to be in there somewhere. Um, then do you have any predictions as to what we could see possibly happen? I, I will say before you, I'm sorry to cut you off before you even speak, but I think the reason as to why um, they're in an insane asylum and Harrow is kind of like running it is because I believe it has to do with Amit and that Amit is so powerful that maybe she can manipulate reality to how Harrow to how Harrow wants it because if Harrow is her now her new avatar then he can manipulate it to his liking I guess as long as he does her bidding which he has been. So what do you think we could see moving forward? Um so since Harrow was sitting at his desk um, clearly he is in charge of this asylum or w this mental prison. It could yeah. just be a whole mental prison or a prison where he keeps people's souls or something like that. Because, I mean, that's Layla a good, escapes. That's a good point. Uh, Layla escapes with, this is, this is what we know. Layla escapes with the, to with the, um, well, like the, the totem she? thing. Does she? I mean, she's there on the side, but I don't know if Harrow knows All or not. She is Steven gets shot and her run out the door. Oh, she did run out the door. Okay. So, Steven goes down, right? I, I, I think he has... he. <laughs> Harrow has to have him in some type of spiritual prison that he has disguised as a mental institution. It has to... I feel like you're onto something there because... How is it that Mark and Steven are separated when they're supposed to be exactly. inside of one another, when they're supposed to coincide the same body? I don't know what's... So maybe it's a prison of the consciousness. Maybe. It could It could all just be inside of their heads. And and, and, and everybody everybody that he has... Now, now if Harrow won, let's say Harrow got Layla, and mm -hmm. Layla is also in this prison, which is something we saw. Yeah. Layla could be... Um, like a uh, a creation of Harrow, like Harrow implanted a crazy version of Layla in in Mark and Stephen's mind. Yeah. Or it's this consciousness prison, and he he won. Right. Let's say he won. He got Layla. Opened. You know, became the avatar for uh, whatever the hell that. Um, Conchu. No. Uh, Amit. Amit would be Amit. his. Amit would he, be hit. Yeah. What the 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 god he's been seeking. Yeah, so Harrow's Amit's avatar, right? Correct. He definitely has the power to create something like this if he wins. So that means they're all in this consciousness prison, and I bet that that hippo is the ticket out. I would think so. I I really like where you're going with there because it does explain as to why Stephen and Mark have now been separated from each other. Um, how, I mean, it's it's crazy to think that the the god who gives the powers to Stephen and Mark 
is no longer a factor at this point in time. I think Kanchu will be probably coming back soon. But the fact that it's like this is so crazy that the guy who has led them here and given them these powers is not here anymore in this moment of time in the show. Um, TJ. Yo. You remember when all the Egyptian gods come out and they have counsel with Kanchu mm-hmm. and Mark? Yeah. What if that hippo was one of the gods in that room? Yeah. And since Harold won, he took out the council because the council was wrong and Ooh. not going after Harold to begin with. Harold knew once Amit uh, accepted him as the avatar that the council would notice. Yeah. Right? So that hippo is definitely, if that's true, that hippo is definitely a part of the council. And then I bet the rest of the council is in that fucking mental hospital. And they're all going to come together to figure out some type of ancient way to undo everything. Possibly, I like I like that theory a lot. I don't know if she's a, still the same god as the as the the music god where that that avatar was speaking to Mark. I don't know, but obviously she's a friendly. If she's like, oh hello, and then they're ah, so it's um, nope. so obviously she must be a friendly, and I believe she's going to help Stephen and Mark get out of the insane asylum or this mental prison, whatever the fuck Harrow has done. This show has taken to whole new leaps and bounds of just like, like because again I rewatched Loki and this I <laughs> I'm pretty sure once we reach this final episode, this is gonna be my new favorite Disney Plus show. I don't know about you. Oh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see where it goes. I'll say Marvel, Marvel Disney Plus show. Really for the MCU. Maybe I, I mean Loki is still my favorite. Like Loki is still my number Honestly, one. Loki's an epic fucking thriller. I know, and I just rewatched it and I loved every second of it. But I think Moon Knight will be a close second. A very, very, very close second. Almost first. It's great, yeah. man. I love it so much. You know, this is very off topic, but I just watched two great movies. I recommend them to anybody. Mm-hmm. They have not they're not in the Marvel Universe or anything. It's this movie called Burnt. With uh, Bradley Cooper, it's about him uh, trying to become a a like renowned chef in England after he fucks up his life in Paris and he's like a drug addict and shit. It's cool. It's a good movie. Right. The other one, Rock and Raccoon, is, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's where this ties in. And then in the next movie, we have Cap- the Captain America's in it. Um, Steve Rogers or Sam Wilson. Or Steve Chris? Rogers. So Chris Evans. All right. Yeah, it's called Knives Out. I've been wanting it's to see a, that for fucking forever, dude. It is such a good movie. It's and he's and such he plays a good movie. and he's a prick, right? He does, plays a prick. Yo, but it's one of those things. Yeah, he does play a cock, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, it's such a good movie. Like, but it's one of those movies that you have to stay glued to it. Oh man, I'm gonna have to Are pause you, it a bunch to like, explain to Ashley. It's it's one of those movies. It's one of those movies where like. You need to just stay fucking watching because any little thing will come full circle at the end. All right, Knives Out has been on my list for quite some time. You know the those Lord of the Rings extended edition movies are very very long, but very very great. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully when I get out of this, we can watch Return of the King together because uh, I've been wanting to watch it with because Joe and I don't do not watch Return of the King until I can watch it with you. Alright, well, you, Joe and I have been doing on this like this watch party thing, so maybe you could join us there. Who knows? We'll have to wait and I'll see. I'll call Joe and be like, you're fucking waiting. 
Go ahead, tell him. Be like, I, I'm no, because I'll tell him. Be like, I've been on this battle longer than you. You, you guys could be on neck and neck for about as long as how long you guys make, make me watch Lord of the Rings. Very, very long Dude, time. I know so much about Lord of the Rings. Well, once I finally finish, uh, once I finally get to Return of the King, we can start talking more about Lord of the Rings, the podcast. Fine, but it All has right. to be the four-hour director's cut. Yeah, man, of course. That's what I've been. That's what I've been fucking watching. I've been watching Excellent. the extended director's cuts. Isn't it wonderful? The amount of time. Oh, they're great. I loved uh, Two Towers, like the fucking fight scene that they were having. Like one of my uh, fa- one of my favorite scenes was when oh, uh, the horns or sounds of the deep. <laughs> I love the scene where uh, it's uh, Gimli and fucking uh, Aragon, and it's like we can't, like we can make it. If you just throw me, toss me. What? Toss me. (laughs) We can do it. Wait, don't tell the elf. Okay, do it. (laughs) And it's just fuck. I love and I love the little feud between Legolas and Gimli, and they go after the battle. Like let's go. Like I count forty-two. I forty-two. I count to 43. This <laughs> last one I'm sitting on. And then he just fucking flagless shoots. The guy's like, I, 43. 43! That's ridiculous! Like, his leg was twitching. <laughs> I, because my axe is in his face! <laughs> like, I was laughing the whole fucking time. I, I, get, I love uh, Gimli. He's one of my favorite characters of the, of the series so far. And I also fucking love uh, Gandalf. You know who plays Gimli, right? Like the actor? No, I don't know, actually. I know a lot of the actors that are in these movies, but you, I don't know Gimli. Have you seen Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade? Yes. All right. You know the friend that they that they meet out in the desert? And he, like, steals the camels instead of the horses? Vaguely. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. That I can't remember his name, but it's That's that actor. Okay. That's the guy. Uh, wow, yeah, because there's so many fucking people in these movies. Fucking Liv Tyler, Ian McKellen, Elijah Wood. You know the Hobbit series. One of the one of the uh, dwarves that is that accompanies Bilbo on his mission mm-hmm. is dead in the room in Moria in Fellowship. Oh, really? Yeah, he's Cause, he's cause actually know... the one that the dead dwarf that's holding the journal oh, okay. is was Gandalf's friend. From fuck from the Hobbit fucking expedition. Because I know that um, the Hobbit is just they're the prequels that they they follow Bilbo. That's what I understand, right? Dude, well, you and I will watch the Hobbit. Joe can. Right. It, it's a sin that Joe has taken this trilogy <laughs> from me. Hey, man, it's I I got COVID, and he's like, "Well, you got time," and he told me about this way to watch it together. Cardinal sin. Damn, you're going out for blood. Dude, that's because I grew up like it's Lord of the Rings is such a big deal to me. I watched them with my grandfather. I know. Believe me, I know, so man. It's like the Rocky movies are a big thing for me and my dad. Like my dad, I grew up watching the Rocky movies with my dad, and my dad and I have such this close bond with each other because of those movies. And it's like Balboa is one of our favorite Rocky movies because of the the scene he has with his son in the theater, and we we saw that in the theaters together, and it was just it was a Ooh. great fucking movie you know we, you we all have those and star wars too i grew up watching my dad but, among the hobbits uh, among the hobbits there are four you have frodo sam uh pippin and uh um, mary and harry which by the way right. pippin pippin's fucking useless he got them in so much fucking trouble dude the original the original gang 
from fucking Roosevelt. Yeah. Eduardo, CJ, Vinny, and Andre. But who is who, though? I don't know. I, we do it Andre's Pippin. Andre's Pippin. I, I got dibs on Samwise Ganji. Am I Frodo and is Ed Mary? <laughs> yeah. I guess so. We just gave Ed, each other. Ed, Ed, Ed would be married because he ends up with the, with the oh, you haven't seen the Turner thing yet. Never mind. Uh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. It's all right. Anyway, it's okay. So, um, last bit of the podcast we'll get into. Uh, Liam Neeson getting into Star Wars now. Liam Neeson uh, just recently is promoting a film. I don't know what film it is, but every time these other actors are promoting something else, they're always asked about their previous doings with Marvel slash Star Wars. We saw Andrew Garfield when he's promoting all, promoting all the movies he was in, Tick, Tick, Boom, etc. Where they asked him about Spider-Man No Way Home. He's like, no, I'm not the werewolf and all that shit, but obviously we saw that one. Liam Neeson recently was talking to comicbook.com, and the interviewer was asking him, you know, he's like, I know you can't confirm or deny if you are affiliated or whatever, but this is comicbook.com. i got to ask, you know, would you be open to, the, uh, to playing Qui-Gon Jinn one more time? And... Liam Neeson kind of gave a bit of a coy, kind of very snobbish answer where he's like, you know, he'd be open to it, but like in a film, he says. Yeah. And uh, he's, you know, he says like, but but he kind of takes back because he realizes he'll kind of sound snobby. He's like, it's, it's, it's very, very, you know, it's amazing. We, it's been nearly 25 years since we've done the Phantom Menace, and I would love to go back and play Qui-Gon in some kind of feature. Like, even though Liam Neeson has provided his voice for the Clone Wars series, where Qui-Gon does come to Obi-Wan Kenobi in Visions, and we've seen them before, like, Liam Neeson is not opposed to doing stuff like this. You know, the Clone Wars are on Disney+. Plus. Like, if you are able to come in and do voiceover work, why wouldn't you come in for the biggest money-making platform in Hollywood right now, which is streaming? We talked a little bit, I think my, myself and Joe talked about possible cameos we would like to see in uh, Obi-Wan, the, the Kenobi series. And obviously him and I agree with Qui-Gon Jinn. Vinny, you and I have talked about uh, about possible people we would love to see. Qui-Gon is the biggest person we want to see. And, oh, 100%. And I think the moment we would see Qui-Gon, and I think Entertainment Weekly uh, released this in this uh, special issue they did on the Kenobi series, Obi-Wan Kenobi is kind of like, he's sitting in some kind of cave, and there's like a, it's like blue glowing light in the cave. Now, it doesn't necessarily seem like that could be the moonlight or whatever, I don't know, but What's the color that we always saw Force Ghosts in? This this shining blue, bluish white aura of a light coming in. We saw it with with Ben Keno- old Ben Kenobi and Yoda and Anakin Skywalker as a Force Ghost and and Leia and Rise the Skywalker with Luke. You know Luke Skywalker as well. There's so many. So you have to assume that's the moment we see Qui Gon. No. Yeah, I, I mean. We have to see Qui-Gon simply because in, in in the prequel movies, Yoda says to Obi-Wan in Revenge of the Sith that Qui-Gon learned how to like astral project before he died. Did you to commune with him, I will. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I think... But the, the question here is, what are they going to talk about? And I think immediately, Obi-Wan is going to say to Qui-Gon, you were wrong about Anakin. Now, do you yeah. think do you think Qui-Gon will kind of like double down and be like, "No, I wasn't wrong. It's just 
we will have bring balance to the force just in uh, his offspring, as in his son. That's why you need to protect him. Or it could mm-hmm. be. Or it, it, I was watching the New York Stars Wookie Leaks podcast, and they were saying uh, like they could be like sassy, like Ben Kenobi, where in Return of the Jedi he goes, looks like. You said Vader betrayed and murdered my father, and then it's like the man knew I once knew Anakin Skywalker would later become Darth Vader. So what I told you was 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 the truth from a certain point of view. From a certain point of view, like I feel like Qui Gon would kind of do some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, everyone. yeah, yeah. But it, it's just I love uh, that. It, it would be very funny. Um, it would be very also very funny if Qui Gon says that to Obi Wan first and says, "So what I told you was right from a certain point of view." He will bring balance. <laughs> and then Obi-Wan's like, I'm going to save that. <laughs> so I, I would, there's so much that we would love to see Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan talk about in the Kenobi series. Um, I would like to think that it's just a cameo because we don't want to overshadow this. But I don't think we can't. I think we can't have one episode that doesn't involve um at least involves Qui Gon Jinn uh, returning as a Force ghost. Yeah, I mean, it, it just seems inevitable. <laughs> now you're talking about Thanos. Of course. I thought you were gonna bring some other kind of Star Wars quote in there. Ah, uh, no. I mean, come on. This is a this is a dual podcast, CJ. We don't we give equal opportunity around here. That is true. That is very true. <laughs> anyway, I think we're kind of tapped out here. We talked a lot about on this episode of the podcast, so uh, I just want to thank you all so much for listening. Vin, it was glad to have you back, my friend, and next week, hopefully, we will be back together in person and like like the good old days. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. It's funny. I haven't seen you in, like, at that point, it would be four weeks. Almost I know. A, we were seeing each other, like, every couple of days. I, We'd see each other at least every week, and then most of the time we'd hang out on the weekends too. And then, like, but with this, right. it's like the situation going on in our lives, and then me getting COVID. It's like all this shit has been delayed. Well, dude, I, I told you stop licking the rings of fucking strange men. But it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> but now I have to stop anyway. Uh, thank you guys. Now I have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. Uh, if you if you're a first time listener and you made it this far, uh, congratulations. We do shit like this every single week. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, if you'd like to follow us on social media, our Twitter handle is at Fan Speculation, all one word. Our Instagram is Fan Speculation underscore Pod. Uh, uh, you can follow us there for any updates that we may have on the podcast, posting memes, polls, and all that kind of fun stuff, asking you cool questions, what your thoughts on the podcast are. Follow us there on social media. Uh, if you'd like, uh, listen to us on your favorite, if, if you like, you have to listen to us on your favorite podcast app before you listen to this podcast, uh, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, wherever you can listen to it. Uh, if you can leave a five-star review on the on the podcast app, go right ahead. If you can write a review, that helps a shit ton for analytics and boosting the numbers here in the podcast. Uh, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, Hell yeah. uh, Thank you all so, so much for listening. Uh, So for CJ Palmasano and Vinny Carini, thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Come on, I can't. The Kang Gang Bang!